The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. Wilbur Curtis gives you some of the best batch brewers around. They're so consistent. They're insane. You can program them. Your coffee's going to taste better than it ever has. And if you don't want to deal with that, guess what? It comes pre-programmed, so don't even worry about it. Also, this family-owned company has gone full solar, full green, full awesome. You know what that means? That means the sun comes down, they get the power, the power powers the plant where they create the brewers, and those brewers come out to us ready to go. Have you ever heard of a seraphim? Not just an angel, folks. No, folks. That is a tasty, tasty brewer for by-the-cup coffee. Even the coffee nerds can get a nice little shower head, program that thing. You heard of the clover? This is the new, new. Seraphim. Angel, ring down, happy coffee. Everything is coming together for you. If you hit up Wilbur Curtis and my friend Brent Curtis, who I've seen, who has kids, I have seen. Of course, I've seen him. He's a great guy. He helps us out all the time. Takes his kids to Disneyland. We have the best time as well. This family-owned company treats people right. They do a great job. They're becoming the premier place to get your coffee equipment for batch brewing. Do it to it. And if you need a water boiler, guess what? They have that too. Okay, bye-bye. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast Birthday Edition. It's my birthday, and I'm freaking claiming it. It is his birthday. He's 16 again. I'm 16 all over again. (laughs) That's sweet 16. Check in on it, all right? Jared and I are sitting here with a little impromptu guest, the one and only Liz Chai. Elsie. What's up, Elsie? Hello. Liz Chai is a graphic designer focusing on the copy industry, but you do like a lot more than just straight graphic design. Mm-hmm. I do lots of things related to coffee and not related to coffee, but um, photography, some writing reluctantly. Oh, um, reluctant writer. Yeah, but, but you're so good. I you can find her at the reluctant writer. People com. keep asking me to write, so I keep writing. But a writer writes. I make things look pretty. Um, I go on coffee crawls across the country. Um, I shoot coffee competition with a camera and film with, camera with a camera and <laughs> <laughs> and um, event planning. Some of that too. Yeah. Lots of coffee things. I shoot coffee things with my iPhone camera, 100%. <laughs> Jared's got an iPhone 6 I do now. iPhoneography. I'm an iPhoneographer. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. I'm the ultimate iPhoneographer. No filter. No fil- Hashtag no filter. <laughs> so, so welcome. Thanks. <laughs> no guys. problem. You live in Portland, Oregon. I live in Portland, Oregon. Home of the coffee. Yeah. That's kind of why I went to Portland was for the coffee and... To be in a place that has like a higher standard for design and for coffee. From where? Oh, gosh. Well, you said now, a higher standard, so I'm just, <laughs> it's higher than somewhere. I think it's I think it's some of the highest in the country. Gotcha. Yeah. Can I do this to you? Yeah, do that. <laughs> I don't want to get my I don't want to get my chapstick on your microphone. <laughs> it's okay. We can wash these things. Right. The closer, the better. Get your yeah. chappy oh, on. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Nice. Impromptu ASMR session going on. Save. Oh, yes. We, we are both into ASMR. I always think of you. We need to do a. Co- we need to make a coffee ASMR. ASMR. Yeah, yeah, we should make an ASMR video. Mm-hmm. Jared's like, what? Is Does it have to do? Do you want to get the sound of like the illy uh, thing going? Like, the sound. <laughs> yeah. like really slow, <laughs> sick, intense sounds. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's not what it is. It's all sounds that make your body tingle. It's autonomous yeah, yeah. sensory meridian response. Ooh, I want a freaking meridian response. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh this is the best podcast ever this okay hi so what you're a graphic designer what is your origin story with coffee how okay. does someone transition into making things look pretty and then specifically focusing on the coffee market and making gotcha. coffee look good yes all right so my background is graphic design and illustration i've been doing it for 15 ish years, but I've always been a coffee shop dweller. So, um, spending a lot of time in coffee shops as like the place where I did a lot of my work. So not even my third space, but my second space. Um, and have been, I lived in Atlanta for 13 years. So I was one of the original, just like octane coffee customers and regulars, Um, was just surrounded by coffee over many years. And then I worked at a branding agency in Atlanta. It happened to be right across the hall from Octane Grant Park. And so I was there 
more often than I was at work, like doing work in Octane. And then I started doing some freelance projects for them and then brought on, I got brought on board as the design director at Octane. So this was 2013-ish, but already at that point I was, I would say like enthusiast level, like doing homebrewing, getting really into like learning about single origin and (laughs) yeah like getting my home brewing set up and like all my gear who was like the genuine exciting person who like who sucked you in at octane there's got to be at least Um, one i mean it was a combination of octane and then counterculture so Uh i would go to their tasting at 10 on fridays um and really a lot of people took me under their wing so david lamont and ben helfen emily davis over at counterculture um, and then at Octane, it was like probably Tony Riffle and um, just, I mean, I was a regular there for years. Like Ben Helfen was there like 2004-ish, right. I think. So, I mean, I was just around them all the time. But um, also I was um, Dale Donche, who now owns Spiller Park. Um, I was like a regular at his shop too, which was Steady Hand Poorhouse. And they were the first ones to do chemex in atlanta this was seems like forever ago but chemex and siphon and they had and they served intelli and george howell so that was my introduction to that that's around when i was like kind of getting nerdy on my own um and then started going to competition to see my friends compete like serbc days oh yeah um and then working for octane as design director that was about a year um and once i got out of it I realized I was just in love with coffee and the thing that I'm good at is design and illustration and I just wanted to put all my focus on that because I loved it like I loved how I loved the purpose behind it like it was something for me to work for that I cared about that's rad (laughs) I my first experience with you was Sending you a photo, <laughs> sending you a photo for the for the um, oh, AeroPress yeah. Championship and Chris mm-hmm. Zalt, We need to get a photo of you. Where was I? You were I, in the bathroom somewhere. You were at uh, an event or something. I was like in. That. I was in you Bend, in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I knew you were in Oregon because yeah. I was like, maybe I can just find you here. Yeah. Because we we had been in Portland, but we hadn't been connected via mm-hmm. phone yet. And I was like, okay, so this this girl wants me to take a photo, and I need to get to her like <laughs> right now for this poster she's designing. And I was like. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go into a bathroom where there's some good light and took a, <laughs> like I said, I'm an iphonographer. <laughs> so I took a sick photo of my It iPhone. turned out really well. It, it did. did turn out yeah. really well. And That's what's funny is design. all of the photos that I got for that. So that was for the U.S. Aeropress Championship poster. And I was kind of trying to do a jib jab style, they like clip your faces out and then animate your bodies like caricatures. Mm-hmm. So just getting funny pictures of different people's faces like michael phillips was in japan at the time and i was like i need this thing right now and so he just he went into like some stock room same thing and took a bunch of selfies and sent them to me (laughs) so from japan so that was fun and the other ones i think i just had to steal from the internet (laughs) um yeah nobody gets back to you i was inverted upside down Oh yeah, you swinging, were you? swinging from oh, a yeah, thingy, you were. like a trapeze style. Yeah, it was very, it was like monkey, monkey style. That poster turned out good. That, was, that good was fun. I had so much fun designing that poster. I remember seeing it and being like, "Oh, this person's good at design." <laughs> I was like, "This isn't just like your normal coffee event poster," you know? It like looked different. I was like, "Good job." Thanks. Yeah, yeah. that's funny because like not a lot of people know what I do, probably because I don't talk about it enough, well, and I do su- such internet. a wide range of things. Um, so it's funny to hear people explain to others what I do because they're like, I think she's a writer (laughs) or a photographer or she works for Spredge or something. But yeah, it's design that like really gets my like, it it just, I just feel like I'm doing the right thing. I actually thought you did a pop-up because you were doing your little pop-up across the country. That was what I thought of you first. Oh, the camper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your camper. Oh yeah. I did that thing too. Yeah. Did this I mean, I you kind of did, but not really. C, 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 yeah. C, C. No, we didn't talk about that. So oh, yeah. Liz did a cross-country camper coffee crawl. Mm-hmm. Is that it? They yeah. get all the C's in the right order. Mm-hmm. So it was a mini Cooper. It's five C's. With mm-hmm. a trailer. With teardrop trailer. Is that what they call that? Teardrop. Yeah. Teardrop camper. Teardrop camper. Mini Cooper. With a Linea Mini. Mm-hmm. A little Mazer Mini. My miniature dog. A little dog. Which you have is a mini a dog? What? Miniature greyhound. Miniature greyhound. Mm-hmm. This thing was sick though. So it's like the back of the camper flips up. If you go to her Instagram, was it 
Chai Americano mm-hmm. at Chai Americano. You can see pictures of it because you're currently doing like a, like you're reliving the experience right yeah, now. Yeah. So this was all a year ago. So what's crazy is I was hanging out with you, Baca, almost exactly one year ago, um, on the coast, and we pulled shots of espresso here on the coast and i just happened to randomly be here this weekend maybe it's we're on like a cycle or something maybe <laughs> is this the, camp, the camper was this is our cycle you guys. We're, this is a, we're on a one-year annual cycle <laughs> we're cycling we're cycling pretty hard was that your guys' first human meeting no we uh, had we, had we, we met, met in seattle, seattle right mm-hmm. okay did yeah. i meet you before seattle did i meet you in la for like a split second no, or no? i met I sarah think, in la because uh, i didn't know who you were but sarah my girl sarah Fernack, she works at spiller park in atlanta but she He's like, you should you should meet this guy, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't know who he is, and I'm kind of <laughs> and, and uh, that was our first like in person meeting. Jared, I feel like you were probably there, but Maybe. I, don't know. I don't know. Um, but then yeah, it was our first time ever hanging out. Was yeah. I didn't was, know you I that was, well when you came through and we were making coffee together. Right. In the the, the, the thing about my my cross country camper coffee crawl. It wasn't planned. Like I didn't route it ahead of time. I just started driving west and I had a general idea of where I was going to go and like maybe which coffee shops I wanted to hit. So meeting up with you was just an it was just an unplanned spontaneous thing, which is how the whole thing was, which I, like I loved cuz normally I'm like a really huge planner and I've been trying to let go of that and like just let things happen. And it always works out better that way. It's always like very serendipitous when I travel. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just so we just hard. had a lot of fun with that. Just drive, man. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite and part about the trailer because the trailer the back pops up and then you see the linea mini there, and that's all bolted down, and the grinders mm-hmm. like bolted down, and then you have these orb type lights yeah. that kind of swung out mm-hmm. from inside <laughs> the trailer, and it just made I don't know. It's like a really warm. It was kind good of photos. Feeling. Yeah, it, it was like a sick. really well photographed. Well, it was easy to photograph. It looked like it was just pretty. Yeah, I feel like I should explain like what the crawl was for. Really. Yeah, what was the crawl? You for? were moving. So, I don't know. I yeah. was moving. So I was after 13 years in Atlanta, I decided I wanted to move to Portland, Oregon to be around the coffee. Just like the scene there. Like I think that some of the best coffee in the country and in the world is in Portland. Um, and so I decided to pick up and move and like plant new roots in Portland, Oregon. Um, I, I don't really, I just have crazy ideas sometimes. And it just kind of like, I woke up one morning and I was like, I should, I should get a teardrop camper. And then I was like, I should put, um, I should put an espresso machine in the camper. <laughs> um, so sick. and I had, I had, been talking with Whitney. Um, she's the marketing director for La Marzocco um, at the New York Coffee Festival. And we were just chatting. And I think after talking to her, it just kind of came to me. And I was like, I should tell him, I should mention this to Whitney. She'll probably think it's crazy. And she'll probably think I'm crazy. And, and it might like ruin her like respect for me but (laughs) I kind of feel like I still need to mention it anyway um and I brought up with David Lamont who works for La Marzocco he's in Atlanta and he's like no we can make this happen so Whitney was really receptive she she sent me to Scott Callender who is the marketing director for La Marzocco home he's awesome um and he's like yeah, okay. Well, I think they were busy with out of the box or something. Um, so it took a while for us to like actually like lock it down and make it happen. It was probably a week before I left Atlanta that they shipped me a Linea Mini and we installed it like in David Lamont's front yard. <laughs> well, at the time, the minis were basically sold out, right? Oh, yeah. They were, yeah. Really they were hard sold out. to get a hold of. So, they yeah, that's fresh. another thing is they're like, we don't really, this isn't going to benefit us to promote the Linea Mini right now because we're sold out. But maybe we can mention it like next year or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Save a photo. <laughs> um, but yeah, we really just did it for fun, um, and it was it was neat to have them support the idea of just doing something unplanned and fun and kind of crazy. And I just like pulled the camper up to different coffee shops along the way, and I would walk in and kind of. S- <laughs> Sometimes I would just be like, "Hey." I have a espresso machine. You want to like come out and like pull some shots on it? Cause I'm not a trained barista. (laughs) Like that's another thing. I don't have a coffee background. I haven't worked in a cafe. Um, I know a lot about coffee, but a lot of it is just mostly home brewing. Not a lot of espresso. 
Um, so I can kind of, I'm sure the coffee that I make on it isn't as good as like what a professional could do. Um, so yeah, I just have people come out and they'd put their own coffee in and play on it. And everyone had a lot of fun. Like that's really what it was for. What was your most memorable or maybe I should say the weird memorable, like the craziest outlandish thing that happened. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous. Yeah. What happened and where was it on their tour? Most outlandish or ridiculous. I mean, when I met up with you, Baca, I, <laughs> I was frantically trying to get out of LA traffic because the sun was going down at like four thirty, and I want we wanted to like pull shots on the beach in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Um, and missed totally completely missed it. So by the time I got there, it was, it was dark. Totally dark. Right. We still went out to the beach and I think tried to do some long exposure. Some long exposures. Yeah. A couple of them came out yeah, okay. Yeah, a couple it, but yeah. it was more just like I'm not a fun. great photographer, yeah. Whatever, you're a good photographer. I'm okay. And I'm not uh, a great photographer. Yeah, good shots. I got a couple good shots. Yeah. They were. Yeah. We it was should, fun. We should post. I'm going to post those in a few days. I'm a little <sighs> behind. So like right now I'm doing a recrawl to kind of commemorate the trip from last year. So I'm reposting mm. some posting some pictures that I didn't post last year because I get really paranoid about feed bombing people. I don't want to like post too many. Um, so I'm just kind of trying to do three or four a day. What was the most urban environment you pulled up in? Well, I, cu- I didn't want to bring the camper into L- like LA yeah. or San Francisco. I didn't think I could get it up those hills. So o- right. Oakland probably was the most urban. I mean, I left Atlanta, which was like urban. Yeah. But that um, doesn't count because that's where you started. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was trying to get away from. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, probably Oakland. Um, I pulled up to the Blue Bottle in Oakland there um, and also the Counterculture Training Center in Emeryville. Oh, cool. Um, those were both in the same day and had a lot of fun there. It was, I also kind of planned it because it was a Friday and mm. I, I'm trying, I'm like collecting them like playing cards, like cupping at all of the counterculture training centers. I haven't been to all of them, but I wanted to see the Emeryville location and the newest at th- the time, right? At the time. Yeah. yeah I think the newest now, now is LA and yeah. they're about to have a couple more. Oh, someone looks They're like going. they have the inside track. I don't know here. if it is, so I'm not going to say. Ooh. Oh, well, if you have the inside track, you could just be the hot exclusive. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want exclusivity no, right now? I don't. I don't On think the internet it probably thousands it, of listeners? Yeah, because Jesse Khan will, like, cut me. <laughs> yeah, let's not get you cut. Just we don't want to get, get you cut, cut from the team. No, we're not going to get you cut. Mm-mm. No, I'm just, I'm just a counterculture buddy. That's not good. on the team. No, nah, you can't tell everybody everything you know. Cute without the E. Exactly. Cut. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? So you kind of fell in love with the culture surrounding coffee. Mm -hmm. So and the like I the what goes in the cup became really way more important to me than the way like the latte art on the top of the cup or the or how trendy a coffee shop can be. Does that make sense? What do you mean by what goes in the cup? Like dive a little deeper on that one. Well, I guess I just started realizing everything involved in the background that was going on, like the value chain of coffee, like what like how coffee is grown. Like when you're when you're just even when you're like just a customer you're a coffee drinker especially just like in you know first world country it's like this is a thing that I ingest and I enjoy and it's not something that you really think about what it is other than like your own personal enjoyment of it but then like learning about everything involved in growing the coffee and like the trade of it and the roasting and the varieties I don't know just it it just meant a whole lot more to me and also being in a position where I can advance the industry using my skills like like it just gave me much more of a purpose um and I don't know I care about what's behind it rather than just the surface level of like way that it looks visually yeah I don't even know how to follow that up, dude. That was pretty <laughs> nice, dude. I was like, I was like, dang, you're all surface level. Surface I mean, level. it is like this. It's the thing I've been thinking about. There's like, 
like we all get each other because we all deeply care about this thing even though it's like i don't know there's like a soul in it Mm, in coffee and like i have this reverence for this thing that is a part of my life Mm. you know like what would we do if we didn't have coffee do you think does that something you think about like while you're designing or do you think it makes you more creative or make you more bought into projects you're doing as opposed to i'm just a freelance person who designs right. everything and like i'm just here to get my paycheck and right away. well that's i mean that's why i made the decision to focus entirely on specialty coffee because i was doing design for things that i didn't care about mm-hmm. um and i don't know it's just like that just kind of like sucks the life out of you when you know when you're creating something for like i mean i don't have a problem with these things but like designing packaging for like I did some work for like Home Depot type things or you know restaurants even and it's like yeah I mean there's a purpose in this and of course like it's work for me to make something look great or like designing aesthetically or like being skilled in my in my field and my trade like those are all important to me but there's not like a like a purpose in it like I don't I don't care about these things in the same way that I care about coffee. Totally. You don't really get the sense <laughs> that you're making the world a better place. Yeah. Like absolutely. Like Lowe's hardware. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> I did, I did. Pack. I'm not hating on Lowe's. I, I just no, I'm not. I did. Or hardware, or hardware. Or hardware. No, I love hardware. actually I nerd out about <laughs> really that stuff. Into hardware. I, like, <laughs> I did packaging for like ratcheting tie downs once and I like ha- I'm nerd about ratchet. Like all this shit is I, ratchet. <laughs> I, ha- I'm like, I have, I have a collection of ratcheting tie downs because like I like pull vintage <laughs> furniture off the side of the road and like strap it to the top of my car. I'm like, I really do like ratcheting tie downs, but like, <laughs> so, but like Can't I don't, get enough of them. But I don't want to advance the ratcheting tie down industry. Yeah, you know, ratchet is such a good word. So it's much such potential a good there. word. I know. Ratchet. <laughs> it's like one of those words that sounds like what it is. Like it's like you can hear the clicks when you say the word. Like you can. <laughs> it feels good to ratchet. Maybe. It feels good to ratchet, dude. Just get straight ratchet, dude. Maybe the reason I like them so much is because of the ASMR quality. Oh yeah, it's probably true. Mm. It's probably true. There's maybe a whole nother podcast brewing, guys. ASMRs. So, Something might something might be going down. Mm-hmm. ASMR podcast. We absolutely be, need to do. We need to create our own. We're gonna have this. I'm gonna grow my fingernails out. Oh, just, just for tapping. <laughs> Straight just for tapping. tapping. Oh, just for tapping. I had a package well, that I almost <laughs> saved for you. Is a pair of socks, three black socks, s like skateboarding socks, mm-hmm. and the crinkle on the package. Oh yeah, just I love that crinkle. Level, the crinkle. My crinkle. I, uh, I have this. Remember him? <laughs> the crinkle? We were talking about crinkle last night. Did Shout you guys out to Nick crinkle? crinkle, dude. We didn't talk about it until now. No. But you know Nick Crinkle? We oh, talked about crinkle? crinkle. No, I don't know. I don't know a crinkle. Nick Crinkle, dude. He brought scales to the competition level. <laughs> oh, dang. We no. brought dang. him there. That was before he got my second time. Second place in the U.S. in B.C. Mm. Spank the crank, what, dude. What scale did he use? Uh, that's a great question. Just that was the before one that there were really coffee. cool scales. Yeah, he was. he just used it. Look, 1,000 is Holy crap. Me. Somebody from literally <laughs> 1 billion. <laughs> Chris has a call coming through. Plus one and then unlimited zeros. Right it's like now. a Google of zeros. It's a gaggle. It's a Google. <laughs> Wait, Google's okay. like a number, right? It's a one with 100 zeros after it. Or 100 zeros. Oh, that's right. I don't know. How the hell did that happen? Did your babe call you? I'm freaked out by this. I don't know. We're Happy having a panic or whatever. Attack. All right, we're going to get this thing back on track. So, so Liz <laughs> Lemon Chai. <laughs> what? Okay, you're inspired by coffee, right? Mm-hmm. But like what's your what's your like driving passion right like you you get up in the morning Mm. or in life right everybody's kind of got their thing like i have this weird vision for service and taking Mm. care of people through having like really intentionable intentionable intentional and um and like in architecture throughout a company that actually makes sense and you can like go there and be like okay i understand like an opportunity for projection mm-hmm. and like what happens like i have this thing right and yeah. coffee is like my catalyst to do this mm-hmm. and it all ultimately comes to like service and taking care of people and then it stems because of my love from coffee for mm-hmm. coffee right that's where it started and using coffee to do this so like what's your what's your thing my thing gosh well, what's your thing so many things it's hard for me to to just focus on one thing i always got a lot 
brewing in my in my head. Well, that's um, why I did a company, right? So then I can do more than just the thing. Yeah. So I, well, I agree. I understand. That but feeling. I have different kind of projects. Yeah. And this is classic designer too. Like always have some kind of project. Underneath going on. here being built, but yeah. So. Uh, Elsie just looked around because there was a big noise. But beneath us is a uh, there's some there's a restaurant being oh, yeah. built below us right gotcha. now. Okay, um, the the two projects probably that would answer that question, um, like what is kind of like driving me. Yeah, um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. One thing that I I did not gel very well with in Atlanta was. I kind of got this sense that like when people and this is like design community type thing, like when people get the sense that you're working on something kind of cool, it's almost like they feel threatened by it. And and I didn't do well in that because I'm not like a, a fighter like that. I'm not competitive in that way. Um, and I, I really like to surround myself by people I feel supported by. Um, and I like to encourage and support other people. So that's another thing that drew me to Portland was people there seem to be like, if you have a thing you want to do, just fucking do it. Right. Um, you can, you're good. You can okay. cuss all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> Explicit over here. Shame on I you. I do cuss all day. Then continue. Um, sorry, mom. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm emailing this to your mom. Sorry, not today. Sorry. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I just was, th- yeah. I was thinking in my head, if your chai is your mom like large chai, and then <laughs> if you had a younger cousin, would they be small chai? I kind of, I sometimes, so I don't really drink oh. chai. Sorry, sidebar. I don't really drink a ton of chai because it's so sweet, and I just love coffee. But I kind of think of myself as like spicy chai. Spicy chai, you yeah, should try. Yeah, chai. yeah, yeah spicy. No, chai. I do. I do enjoy chai on occasion. I have hashtag frou frou drink Fridays. Oh, I, hashtag I try more chai. to I limit it to one day a week. Gosh, you've got so far to go till your fruit drink. In Portland, there's Tanglewood chai, which is like, Tanglewood. It's delicious. Ginger like, spice. Oh. It's wonderful. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. I love yeah. the spice of a ginger, a fine ginger. <laughs> 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 I also happen to like I love redheads. Um like human beings? Yeah. <laughs> like gingers. Oh, I get oh, ginger. There we I go. Was like, what does that have to do with chai? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love redheads. My best friend is, is Me a too, man. Really into redheads. I, I <laughs> am into redheads. <laughs> ginger. You said you like it. You Are we like allowed to call redheads gingers? A, no, I don't think it's... it's to me, it doesn't PC? seem PC, but but a lot of people still use it, and I'm just like, I don't I don't, I don't even know where it comes from. Or I don't know where it comes sense. from either. I don't know. Ginger is it's like... Nice, is it because they're spicy? I have no <laughs> Too spicy. idea. I mean, there's nothing red about ginger, so I'm, I was. I always was like, I don't even get this. Oh, well, could talk. Uh, anyway. So your passions so, yeah, are deep. <laughs> it's sharing. Okay, it's wait, wait. encouraging. Let me, let me, let me pull this back around. people who support her. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, you support okay. support other people. So, so I kind of, as a joke, started this coffee designers guild. It's not like a real guild. Um, Maybe it should be. Well, I'm, I've decided I am going to start featuring other people who work as creatives in the coffee industry and so there's a handful of us and I want to like lift us all up and like bring attention to the work that we're all doing um so in the coming year I have plans to kind of take coffee designers guild from a joke to probably just like a a blog of some sort or like some I just want to bring attention to like all the really cool projects that I've been seeing so like Brian Jones, he's kind of like the OG coffee designer. And then David Salinas of Department of Brewology. He's another one who's just like so inspiring to me and so encouraging. And Danielle Harris, she is a freelance coffee designer. She used to be the design director at Blue Bottle. And now she's doing free. I think she did stuff with Tonks as well. But she's awesome. Brian Sheely. There's just like so many people doing what hasn't been done in our industry yet because we're kind of still babies. Um, and if we can all like help each other and encourage each other, it's going to be better for the whole industry and, right. and better for what goes into that cup too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think good design has the potential <laughs> or power to do in the coffee industry? Well, gosh, that's like heavy weighty shot <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean but really it's a, and it's a serious question i'm just 
It is heavy. But it I, is I really because like know. it's so it a lot of a lot of I have found and this is pretty typical of of a design client where they're focused on their thing, whatever their business is or whatever their restaurant is or whatever it is that they need design to promote. They're kind of unaware of how important good design is. Cause like, and there's a lot of times I won't give something a chance because for example, like if there's a cafe that has a terrible logo, it communicates to me that what's inside could also potentially be terrible. Like if mm, you have bad right. taste in this thing, how can I trust what you're going to be serving me? Right. You know? So like it's so important, but it's also a subconscious thing. Right. Which is maybe even more important. At least in my mind, like the subconscious thing, right? Cuz you're you're communicating to people who maybe don't think they notice notice what's yeah going on. or you maybe are just unaware of of how it can affect sales how it can affect right. the people who um will ally themselves with you yes um and i mean it obviously if you look at american culture like you can see the billions of dollars that are spent on marketing and branding and it's just kind of interesting that that doesn't really quite happen so much in coffee. It does for sure. in in on a much smaller scale. Um, but it, 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 it kind of breaks my heart as a designer when I see, when I see a, a roastery, for example, who it's like, they, they have a, maybe have a great product, but people might not give them a chance because, um, and I won't name, you know, I won't name names, but like I, I, I naturally start thinking of them. Like I see them and I'm like, gosh, I would love to rebrand them or I would love to help them make their cafe better mm -hmm. because they would do so much better and it would uh, help all of us, you know, right. like raise the bar. Right. That's so true. It's like, it's weird because design can be seen as one of those like really intangible things mm -hmm. to where it's like you would think or this is what I used to think, which is totally not true, that the people who have the best product will naturally be the most successful. But that's not necessarily true because some people might not even get in touch with that product right. because they just aren't giving it a chance because like, I don't know, it looks weird. The logo looks weird. The store looks like it's going to be weird. I'm not even going to go in there. Like, right. it's whatever. Well, I mean, there's a flip side to that as well. Like there is a lot of great design for really poor quality totally. products not just in coffee and everything right um and i think many businesses realize that they can take advantage of good design to make money and that's unfortunate to me like i have like you know my integrity wouldn't allow me to try and do quality work for someone who didn't have a product that I stand behind. Right. Isn't that crazy? That's me though? personally. Because I mean, that's so true. I mean, mm -hmm. all day, every day, people are duped by the millions of dollars mm -hmm. in marketing and they just jump on the mm -hmm. sheeple train. And it's such a trip to me because it's easy to do, for one. But like, yeah, a lot of people don't even feel comfortable thinking for themselves. They just feel like they have to go in that direction. Mm -hmm. Even if they go in and like don't necessarily get it or like it. And they maybe never do. They're just like, well, I can't really say I don't because I'm like, this is the place or this mm -hmm. is the thing. And that's a trip to me as well. Yeah. But that's which just, is that's maybe a, like a another thing. crazy reason yeah. to why you should not like overlook the power of a good design. Exactly. Because it can move people even mm -hmm. if you have something that's oh. like kind of shitty. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> and mm -hmm. people will be like, this is great. Look at this package. You're that's like, my exact yeah, how does point, it taste? Right? Like, it's great. Look at the package. Yeah. <laughs> how does it taste? Look how I feel. Look at the package. Yeah. Exactly. Or look how many followers that. they have. Or, or look, look how, how active they got. are on yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. Look what other people like them. Look how many people are standing in line. Yeah. Yeah. Follow my people who follow those people. It's real. It's <laughs> real stuff. Yeah. It's super real. And I it's, mean, obviously the best there. combo is both. Yeah. I mean, the longevity is probably in both, right? Well, I guess it's not even true too. Cause people are just out there crushing it on branding alone. Yeah. But they're like going to build their company and like sell it or something like that. That's true. The mm -hmm. people who do that often sell their company. Cause right. I'm just like making shit up, but you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I feel like the Do we all know what we're saying. I right feel now? like the brands that have, the, I think you're right. The brands that are going to have the most success in like the long term are going to have quality product and package it well. Mm 
Right, because eventually somebody who knows something about what's going on in there is going to come in and call bullshit, and then everybody's going to follow that person who's got the weight. Or whatever or train voice, you're riding is going to like ride out, because I'm not a designer, so I just mm-hmm. might be like talking out of my ass here, but I kind of think like maybe some of the best designs are really inspired by the products that they're being designed mm-hmm. for, and instead of just making like, I made a pretty logo, you're like, right. I made a pretty logo that actually represents what's in the package and mm-hmm. actually represents like the values of the company yeah. that I'm working for. And I think all things being equal, like if you have two great designers who are designing two packages, one for a company that has no soul and one for a company that's got an amazing mission and a soul, that that design is going to just come out looking better or be able to move more masses. Well, and maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. Depends on how good the designer is, maybe. <laughs> it, it may, I'm saying, like, both of them being equal. Right. I mean, I hate to see some of that as a formula, but some of some of the companies who are doing it and their motive is not what I agree with or, mm-hmm. like, is off or if it's for the wrong thing, they still might do well right. because they have that whatever cookie-cutter formula that they're following mm-hmm. or they want to get acquired or whatever. They're They're in it for... They don't have the soul in it. That's fine. That's going to always happen. But I don't know how they sleep at night and I don't want to be any part of it. (laughs) You know, it's like, fine, you can do that. Like you're allowed to do that. But I would rather work towards something I care about, Mm -hmm. you know. That's fair. You got to surround yourself with those kind of people for sure. It's not like hollow work. Well, no, but I mean, I think maybe in your, well, your line of work, Mm -hmm. which is vast at this point, but it's probably really easy to fall into place with people who are just like, I'm trying to make some awesome art to make a lot of money on that art mm-hmm. for a company. And that's all that matters to me. Right. Right. And well, so that's I'm different. You're I am different working on a way. project right now where I'm spending a lot more time on it. I'm realizing this. It's just sort of happening this way where I I'm not just like knocking it out because I care so deeply about what these people are, tr- are trying to do. Right. That it's making me it's making me spend a lot more time on it because I want to do them right. You know, like I want to honor them right in that way. So, yeah, I mean, that's a big deal. It's probably really weird to be a designer and have that dilemma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's tricky too. When, when you have to get the work done and there's a deadline (laughs) because it's like, I really, I have to do this quickly and well with it and well. And it's a, it's a tricky, it's like that Venn diagram. Right. It's really tricky to fall right into the middle there. Ugh. Yeah. It just seems stressful because you're like, your name, well, say you got into a project that you thought was going to be epic. And then you're like, ooh, I actually don't believe in this, but you're already in. And then you're like, okay, well, my name matters, so I have to crush this project. And then mm-hmm. you're like left feeling like, oh, well. This, it's just like there's probably a lot of feelings that go on with that. So uh, that's where I would be at. I just have my, myself in, in that space. And I'd be like, well, it'd be weird. I'd have a hard time. There is a trope in the design world that goes, you can have it fast, you can have it cheap, or you can have it good, and you can only pick two of those Pick things. the deuce. <laughs> yep. They say that in the car world, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, cheap, fast, and reliable. Mm-hmm. Pick two. Pick two, dude. Pick two. <laughs> fast pick and reliable two. player. <laughs> I'm all <laughs> Well, look at all these things. <laughs> you get so many. Kristen, Kristen Hudson says... Anyway, I could talk. Jared's phone is literally it's blowing fine. up right now. It's there's steam <laughs> coming out of it. It's fine. So you got your designers guild. What is the name of this? It's gonna be Coffee Designers Guild. Coffee it's, Designers. It guild. seems silly to me, but why? Well, because I don't want it to be like ro- a roasters guild or barista guild. I don't want it to be like a membership thing. I want it to more be like a like a Swiss Miss or like a it's a design blog where it's just like let's let's all just um, hang out and. And talk about, I don't know, it'll be just like a something to feature people. It's for fun. It's not for seriousness. It's not for serious. Yeah. It's, it's not a building. real, it's not a real guild. It's a real guild. No matter what she's telling you, this is going to be a real guild. Um, it's going to be a real guild. It won't guild. be something that you can sign up for because you want to promote your brand. I'm going to, I'm going to go find the stuff that I think is worth talking about. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So it's, it's not, not just like, like a thirty free platform for Don't everybody. Don't send <laughs> me a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, Too late, dude. What else is on. in the horizon for twenty seventeen? Okay, so I've been talking about doing this for years, and I got a little sidetracked because I've been working on moving cross country and worked on AeroPress for six months, and now I finally am coming back to the place where I want. I have been wanting to do a coffee traveler's journal. Um, I found myself over the last I don't know, probably five ish years. Um, people come to me all the time and say, Liz, I'm going to be in New York or I'm going to be in Chicago or I'm going to be here or there. Where do I go to get coffee? And I always had an answer <laughs> um, classic. because I have done so much traveling and that's what I do when I go somewhere is I go find the good coffee and that's kind of all I want to do when I travel. Um, and so I was collecting these things too, like playing cards. Um, so I want to create a coffee traveler's journal, um, specific to different regions or cities. So then it'll help people find the best coffee and I don't like to waste people's time. So I'm going to put my recommendations for what I think are the best, um, and then publish it in print. I don't really want to do a digital thing because I don't know. I like to carry little notebooks around little with me when I travel. Mm -hmm. Yeah print it's it is a beautiful thing mm -hmm. like having something you can hold in your hands so that's on the docket for 2017 Rad. doing some work with spread for regionals um we'll be in knoxville and austin knoxville. for i guess it's brewers cup barista competition right. qualifying event and cup tasters and then i'm sure there will be something in april so you're gonna go to seattle yes seattle yeah We'll see you there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be up there, Chris and I. And I heard you friends. guys are La Marzocco Cafe. We, that's January. in January. In January. I'll come Slash up and see you guys. mid-January to February. Yeah, we'll be there. Week That'll two to week two. Yeah. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> it's going to be sweet. We're going to be there with some buds from work, and then then Seattle will be a whole other thing because Chris and I both have to do some things together. <laughs> 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 he and I both got approved <laughs> for lectures. For Rico? Uh, I wish. That'd be next level. For Expo. For Expo. Oh, for Expo. Mm -hmm. They're not calling it Expo, though. What do they oh, call yeah, it? Oh, yeah. They just changed the name. It's What's uh, it called now? Global. What? You go. I know. I don't. I didn't. I read, read this today. The <laughs> is it called the Global <laughs> Discourse uh, for Coffee Expo Dissertation of America of this. Americas? Yeah. Jared and I are both, both hosting lectures. Yeah. We both have lectures. Cool. We're, We're going to talk about stuff. What are you going to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, authenticity mm -hmm. selling. And I love how that. To build the your podcast brand. you guys did about that was one of my favorites. We're going to do one on those and then on coffee roasting, right? Yeah. And approachability there as well. Yeah. The module, what do you call it? I guess it's just a lecture is uh, um, converting consumers to specialty. So mm -hmm. roaching for approach approachability and mass appeal while still retaining varietal characteristic. Nice. And then authenticity sells really does yeah creating a business starting with your why let's market your authenticity we'll call liz chai <laughs> <laughs> we'll need your help <laughs> we need your help to market this we man's need your authenticity help. We need some marketing authenticity He's so authentic that's a cool 2017 gear up mm -hmm. i'm excited it seems so it's it's only a few weeks away it's only a few weeks away it's amazing that's too that soon. you're able to work in coffee doing what you do. I think mm -hmm. that's like the coolest thing ever. And I know a couple other graphic designers and coffee, like Kevin Tudball lives here, who mm -hmm. was doing a lot of stuff for Four Barrel and Vert before then. And he oh, just yeah. went full freelance and he's getting all charged up too. And he's it's really cool because he comes by the cafe and he's talking about all his plans for the New Year's. He's got his like business mentors and he's just kicking ass. He's here I, in Santa Cruz. He's in Santa Cruz, yeah. We need to meet. Do you want to meet him? Yeah, totally. Great. I'll text him. You should. I love meeting coffee people and I love meeting designers and especially coffee you would designers. Like, well, he's two one. in one. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything you want to be. Another I, opportunity for me to say that deuce deuce. The deuce deuce. Yeah, he's super talented. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to mention him in, in coffee designers. but Well, I don't know him. Yeah, you will. You, I think you'll be good. Yet. Yet. He's such a cute man. I mean, I, I do know his work though. Well, yeah. And admire it tremendously. Yeah. Well, you guys could just like collab maybe yeah that would be good on helping us out with some stuff bro lab. Our, uh, oh we could collab on helping you we could bro lab dude <laughs> <laughs> on helping me personally this isn't like life i need some life exposure <laughs> i saw the wheels turning. my wheels were turning. did you see chris's wheels turning right then 
I'm like always on the Bear verge. Wheel, keep I'm always on the verge of asking like a, a question that's maybe like slightly inappropriate or off color or something like that. And then sometimes I'm just be maybe I here, bro. Let your wheels turn maybe for a I second. Shouldn't say that. And I'll tell you what Nicole and I were trying to do this morning okay. uh, at our open, just to like throw us in a tangent here. We were listening to Nelly's Country Grammar and trying to sing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So good. Yeah, but we were trying to do it with a Michael McDonald, like if Michael McDonald was doing all of his songs. <laughs> and so we were like, Oh, shoot. You want to go down there? It must be the money. <laughs> you ever done that? I have never done that. Oh, well, okay. We tried with Ludacris as well. It didn't work as well. If you guys don't know who Michael McDonald is, he's the guy... Who wrote the song I Keep Forgetting, which is the sample for Warren G's Regulators. Amongst other many hot hits. Which you probably don't know what that is either, because... Oh, come on, the song... I can't forget what I love anymore. You know that one, Liz? I don't know that I one. Can't I can't forget, forget things will never be the same. I can't forget <laughs> why you made it every time I close my eyes. He's amazing, dude. <laughs> Have you ever also have you seen Forty Year Old Virgin? It's so good. Oh, oh my gosh! I'd rather Is, hear Yamo. Am I, <laughs> am I allowed to preview? Yeah, you can shoot that on the internet right now. Is there anything that we haven't asked you that you really want to talk about that's on your mind? Oh my gosh! Let me think. Platform for whatever. Platform for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I talked about most of what I do. Or like words of wisdom for. You mean for me? For or anybody? For me, I'm not. I don't have words of wisdom. You've got zero wisdom. I don't believe. I don't, I disagree. Have, I don't, I don't believe have much to offer. That's also a lie. Um, You've got mucho to offer. Man, no, I can't think of anything now. You put me on the spot. That's fair. <laughs> That's is it my because fault. you care for good? <laughs> this is the most tangents in any podcast ever. Sometimes which, people like that, right? You know, now. I hope you That's I totally hope everybody style, listening though. likes it because I got to tell you, it's the most fun way yeah, to do a podcast. Because I know when when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm like, okay, cool. Like for a while I was like really content driven. I just want the content and then I have a whole nother set of podcasts that is just like ludicrous stuff and it's funny and ridiculous. Yeah, and I feel really connected with who I'm listening to. My favorite one is the, the girls got me on it, but my favorite murder podcast. Well, I heard that's deep. It's amazing. It's two women. I forget their names yeah. who are just fucking hilarious. Deb and, and Reb. They, they t- Deb and Reb telling murder stories, stories about murder. Real murder stories. Real yeah. murder Fiction. stories. Okay. No, yeah, no, my wife can't true. really deal because she thinks about them too much, but she like intrigued at the same time. It's really intense. Yeah. But like, I like some murder stories. They're like very I don't. Serious I can't do scary like ghosts. It's not ghosts. No. It's not scary like that. But I like. No. Yeah, I like. I'm into that. It's like commentary on these things that happen that are incredibly tragic and uh-huh. super sad, but. Well, it's murder. I mean, somebody died. It's pretty deep, yeah. no matter how you slice it. Yeah. It's not good. And it's not usually like they shot him. But <laughs> it's, it's not very like... <laughs> intense. It's not like one of those, like, got shot. It's I, mean, I don't know. I just feel really great about them as people. <laughs> I yeah, want to do a podcast. If you're listening, I want to do a podcast with you, too. Jerry and I are going to come over. <laughs> We're in a podcast. Just like maniacs. We'll just do Michael McDonald being, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, country grammar. I think what you're doing is really cool, and I think mm-hmm. it's cool that someone who, I think it's cool that someone can make a living and do what they love around the coffee industry who is not like a barista or a roaster right. or owns a coffee company. I think that says like a lot of stuff about the potential of our little subsector mm-hmm. of the industry that it's able to support people who have these other crafts and passions. Mm-hmm. So. When I see people like you, I think that's like really, really sweet. I mean, I think it's it's great timing because like the industry is in a place right now where you can create a place for yourself if you're not necessarily a barista or a roaster. There's more right. to it than that. And that's, yeah, I was going to go there as well. We need our industry to be a little more rounded out, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it needs to be, there needs to be opportunity for people to do impactful things besides like going to a corporation or a mm-hmm. big company, right? Oh, there yeah, needs to be absolutely. the ability for it to be broken a little more wide open. Mm-hmm. And that I think is really important. And I think uh, historically subcultures frequently have a lower standard than mainstream. Right. And I think that as an industry, we can do so much better, you know, I fully agree. So. We're young mm-hmm. and it's super obvious. 
gonna be it's gonna be great though. Thanks Our to Liz Chai. Our designs gonna be like way up of that Lowe's level. And the designers guild <laughs> for Coffee Americans. In no time, it's something. Is <laughs> <laughs> that right? Designers guild for Coffee Americans in the coffee industry that don't make coffee. Oh, Where yeah. do people find you if they want to find you? Um, I am Chai Americano on Instagram. And I guess it's on Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter right now because it's too distracting. What if someone wants to like contact you about a design inquiry? Well, I job? have, I think I have portfolio stuff up at www.chai.coffee. Chai.coffee. Yeah, and I'll eventually probably update that with some stuff, but you can see my work there. And, and they can like send you an email there or something? Maybe. I think so. I think I'm Americano at Gmail if you want to email me. <laughs> Most likely. Well, yeah. <laughs> Get an inquiry. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with yeah. a direct message. Hit me with Instagram. Yeah. Just whatever you do, don't call me because I don't check my voicemails. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's a new rule. No listening to voicemail. No. No phone for me unless it's a client call. Mm. No phone at all. Mm-mm. I don't do telephone. No, I don't answer the phone when it rings. I currently have 242 unlistened to voicemails. Yeah, I have something like that. And I never will listen to them. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk, though. <laughs> well, thanks so much for hanging out. Thank you, guys. This was awesome. This was the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast with Liz Chai, Happy a.k.a. Birthday, Chai Chris. Americano. Thank you, Jared. Chris's birthday, dude. And it's Chris's birthday. I know. We, we don't need to be at the death. Okay. <laughs> I'm running out of steam here, guys. <laughs> All right, we will catch you on the flip side. Woo! Peace. Bye, Chai. <laughs> Bye, Chai. Hi, Chai. Hi, Chai. Bye, Chai. Bye, Chai. Bye, Chai. Bye, Chai. Yeah.